0: Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Looks like we may see some improvement in the temperatures next week. It's time for the spring of 2020 to get started. A lot of beans were planted in the past two weeks and some corn. Mainly, guys wanting to get the first day willies out of their corn planters. Questions have been coming in and they're wondering what the latest downturn in temperatures. We'll have on the crop that's already been planted. My biggest concern is in some of the corn that was planted on the front side of the warm up there around April 7th. This corn has spikes that are about a half inch from the surface. The soil being dry in a lot of areas will allow these temperatures go a little deeper in the soil. This may cause some of the corn spikes to split and causing the, the corn to leaf out underground scouts you'll need to watch those fields close in 2012 fields affected by uh, a frost didn't show any signs of of crusting farmers were seeing the corn not coming up wanted to go out there and hoe it but there was no crust this corn had been frozen at the surface and it wanted to leaf out underground and there really wasn't anything we could do to save it we had to basically tear them up and replant them now the good news is There's very few corn acres that have been planted, so I don't expect this to be a big issue. I'm more confident in the beans coming through this in pretty good shape. If the temperature forecast is right, we'll have some beans up by the end of next week, so keep that in mind if you don't have your pre-emerge herbicides on yet. Some questions on how the wheat fared in the cold snap. Now here locally, based on the wheat that we have here at the office and what I've been across this week, this week uh, it looks like the wheat's small enough that it's going to handle it. I don't think it'll be a big issue, but scouts do need to keep an eye on that bigger wheat in the lower-lying fields. On the insect front, we have been catching some cutworm moss, but some strong numbers on the armyworm catches for some reason. The week of April 9th through April 15th, some pheromone traps catching as high as 20 a night. Remember, armory worms tend to like that green grass cover to lay their eggs in. So scouts, you need to keep an eye on those cover crop fields and the field edges, your waterway edges. I've been watching the uh, seed test results that you guys have been sending in. I've seen a lot of good tests, But I am concerned at the number of tests that are kind of falling out of favor in the corn samples. We've sent in nearly 100 samples from over 13 different companies, two different seed labs. You know, we'd like to see your saturated cold and your accelerated aging scores to be uh, above 85%. We have a range of saturated cold running from 100% all the way down to 55% and accelerated aging scores from 99 all the way down to 63. Of all the samples sent in, 15% of those samples have poor saturated cold scores. We do have a couple of cases where guys kept a pallet of seed from last year due to the preventive plant takers, and the saturated cold scores on them are coming in in the low 60s to mid 50s. Now, obviously the corner of the machine shed wasn't the best place to store this seed. If you plan on pushing conditions next week to get your corn planters started, be sure to pick the ones that have good scores. I'd also pick one with a good genetic vigor, and if possible, I would stay away from the G-rated hybrids. Also in the seed sample area, when it comes to severe pericarp damage, now, this is a tear in the pericarp in the embryo axis, which is a concern when we apply starter in Salt burn is more of an issue on these kernels. Now, we've seen pericarp damage on this year's set of samples range from as good as zero, no severe pericarp damage, to as high as 39%. Our recommendation is to use caution with in starters when severe pericarp gets above six percent. If the severe pericarp is between six and ten percent, be sure you're planting in good moisture and keep your soil content as low as possible. When severe pericarp gets above ten percent, my recommendation is don't put starter in furrow. Severe pericarp damage leads to the seeds leaking, and tends to show up in other areas of the seed test when it gets above 10%. 18% of the samples run were in that 10 to 39% severe damage range, while 80% of our poor saturated cold samples came from seeds with pericarp damage above 6%, 65% of those poor scores came from the seeds that had severe scores above 10%. Now seed shape does play into this as well. We tend to have more trouble with round seed than we do with flat. The embryo axis on a flat seed sits in that small indent in the kernel, so it's somewhat protected. On round seed, many times it has a protruding plumio and it can be easily damaged during handling. Now you can have a high severe pericarp damage seed that has good saturated cold germ. But when we see scores above 10%, it's not uncommon to see the SAT scores drop. The 18% of our samples that have pericarp damage above 10% which makes up 65% of our poor saturated cold scores. 100% of them were round seed. The time to turn samples around in time, if you haven't got them at the lab already, is probably not gonna happen. Takes two weeks on a, a good set score. If one is suspicious of a seed lot, my recommendation is to save some of that seed and place it in a dry place, Hopefully it would stay around about 50 degrees. If the field comes up perfect, just discard it. If the field has a tough go of it, you may want to send the seed sample in and check it so you can rule out seed quality. This will help the pest team zero in on stand problems. You need good stewardship on this sample. It can't be bounced around in the tractor toolbox or the dash of your truck all spring. Again, preferably in a dry place somewhere around 50 degrees. Maybe you reset the shop fridge and throw it in there. Do remember this seed is treated with an insecticide and fungicide, so handle it with care. For next week's corn planting, we're looking for soil temperatures that will be at or above 50 degree temperatures at seed depth the first 24 to 48 hours the seed is in the ground and starting to take on that water. Seed chilling can still happen at 50 degrees, but it's a lot less riskier than it would at 40 degrees. Because of this last cold snap pulling all the reserve heat out of the soil, these soils will take a few days in the upper 60s to build some of that heat back in there so the soil will be able to hold those nighttime morning temperatures. This would be a good time to maybe come out swinging on soybeans until the temps get there. If you're going to get your first day willies out of the way, again, pick a corn with your highest seed scores. Soil testing crews put the push on spring testing and are about to wrap it up maybe this week or next, and then they'll start the summer testing. So don't forget to turn in your summer testing needs if you haven't already. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast Boots in the Field report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.